Welcome to Verified Rx, your prescription for success. Brought to you by the Vizient Center for Pharmacy Practice Excellence. Vizient Pharmacy Vision Awards celebrate the values and achievements of our pharmacy members. I'm Gretchen Brummel, Pharmacy Executive Director in the Vizient Center for Pharmacy Practice Excellence and your program host. With me today is the winner of the Excellence in Public Policy Award, Dr. Aaron Fox, Senior Pharmacy Director at the University of Utah Hospitals and Clinics. Welcome, Aaron. Congratulations on this award. We are so happy for you. Thank you so much. It's such an honor. I'm really excited about it. Definitely well-deserved. The Public Policy Award winner demonstrates a commitment to advocacy and public policy development to increase the impact of pharmacy in improving the quality, cost, safety, and effectiveness of healthcare. Your nominator describes you as a constant and tireless advocate who ensures patients have the correct medications at an affordable price and that you're a national model for leadership in public policy. What first got you interested in pharmacy advocacy? I never intended to be a public advocate. I started out in drug information. We are the nerdiest of the nerds of the pharmacy world. And we like to be behind the scenes, not necessarily out front advocating or really being in the spotlight. It was an uncomfortable position. What really got me started was seeing that the wrong information was being communicated and other people were telling the pharmacy story. I had the correct information. I just wasn't brave enough to share it. I really had to take a deep breath, get some media training, work with our public relations folks and decide that for me, it was worth it to get the right story out there so that we could improve patient care. That was better to me than whatever discomfort that I was going to feel being in the spotlight. Once you decided this was a goal of yours, how did you start contributing? It's small things. Because I had the opportunity to talk to the media quite a bit about drug shortages over the years. That's how my name got out to talk to lawmakers about the same problem. For a good amount of time, it was about drug shortages. When you think about a price spike or really high drug prices, that really also creates a drug shortage for a patient. Whether something is unavailable because there's a manufacturing problem or if the patient can't afford it, the end result is you can't access that medicine. Highlighting those instances for patients and problems that we're seeing, that was really important to me. Having that media voice and being willing to talk to the press once in a while, that is what jumped me into doing advocacy. How has your work progressed and expanded over the years? I can't say that we've had any one giant success. Drug shortages have been a problem for a long time. We've had some very incremental baby steps, which you have to celebrate along the way. It's easy to get frustrated. I like to think about advocacy as it takes a long time to change things. Some of these problems took a very long time to begin. And so fixing them will also take a long time. Reminding myself about patience is very important and not getting so frustrated that I want to give up completely. Keeping in mind that lack of positive feedback associated with this work, what are you most proud of? I'm most proud of some of the very early instances we had around drug shortages where we finally got FDA to say out loud and, and publicly what was truly causing the drug shortage problem. Before 2010, 2011, we only thought that drug shortages were caused by a variety of different things. Many of them we were just guessing at. When FDA came out with, after quite a bit of discussions and pushes, the correct information to really let us know that most drug shortages are happening because of manufacturing problems. Understanding that root cause is really important if we're going to make solutions. 
moving forward from being in a black box and guessing to having some specific targets is really exciting. Of course, that wasn't all due to my advocacy, but at the same time, it was great to see and really interesting to be part of. That makes a lot of sense. What's been the most challenging for you? One of the most challenging things, besides the lack of overall progress, is trying to convince other people that this is something that you should do. People will say, oh, you know, I don't have time. It's not really my thing. I'm not the expert. What's been fun for me, but also really important, is trying to convince other people that advocacy is in your lane. Advocacy is part of being a pharmacist. That's one thing that I really enjoy doing. If you could go back, what advice would you give to yourself 20 years ago? Be brave. It's okay to talk to the media and do that media training and and be out front. I really resisted that for a long time. And honestly, it really did take incorrect information being printed in a national newspaper, me being just so angry that the wrong information was being portrayed talking with our PR folks about, could we ask for a correction? And honestly, our PR folks sat down with me and said, Aaron, you said no to doing this interview. You didn't want to talk to this reporter. So of course, we cannot ask for any kind of a correction. Next time, choose to talk to the reporter. It was a little bit of that tough love. And I wish that it hadn't taken so long because I might have been able to make a little bit more of an impact over the years and had a little bit more time. But don't be afraid of stepping out of your comfort zone because patient care and changing things for the better for patients is worth it. So consider putting yourself out there, it sounds like. Absolutely. Well, if it seems overwhelming to go it alone, how can you work with peers to collaborate? You should never go it alone. Advocacy is absolutely a team sport. It's saying yes to joining a committee, to joining friends at Legislative Day, to being a part of a group that is interested in fixing what you would like to see fixed. It's never a good idea to go it alone and have your voice be so low when you can make your voice so much more powerful by joining with others. With that in mind, how can pharmacy professionals who are on the front lines get involved in advocacy? There are a lot of ways to get involved with advocacy. One of the first ways is to think about what you're really passionate about. Not everybody is passionate about drug shortages or drug pricing, but usually there is some very frustrating patient situation that you have encountered. Stop and think about it for a minute and think about what are a couple of the issues that are at the root cause for that problem. And then think about what could you do to fix it? Is it a regulation change? Is it a law that needs to be changed? What specifically would you like to see change? That actually helps you target where you want to work. There's so many options for people. You don't have to be elected president of something or win a massive award to do this type of advocacy. This happens at the grassroots all the time. Most pharmacy organizations, whether it's at your state or local, even national, they all have advocacy committees. They all have opportunities to join in on legislative day. But the most important thing is to think about what you are passionate about, what you would like to see fixed and then create some talking points for yourself, almost a little elevator speech, because you never know who you might be able to talk to and who might be listening at that time who needs to hear that message that can make a difference for patients. Seeing those gaps and trying to fill them, that makes a lot of sense. Looking to the future, what do you see as some of the biggest issues over the next five to 10 years? 
We are going to be fighting the battle of medication access for patients, whether that is higher prices, PBM issues from the pharmacy benefit managers, or drug shortages. Medication access and can you actually afford your medications is really a key problem for so many patients. And it's such a frustrating problem, but we know the benefits that patients can have when they get access to their correct medicines. So it's worth fighting for. That is right at the forefront. Of course, there are other advocacy issues. We'll see what happens with provider status. But honestly, at the root of most advocacy issues for pharmacists, it's can your patients access their medicines? We will continue to fight the good fight. And thank you for your work in this arena. Erin, congratulations again on the Vizient Pharmacy Vision Award for Excellence in Public Policy. Thank you for joining us to share your story. It's been great having you on today. Thank you so much. It's been really fun talking with you. To our listeners, please join us for more Verified Rx podcasts. Subscribe today, like us, and send us your comments. We'd love to hear from you. Verified Rx is your prescription for success and is brought to you by the Vizient Center for Pharmacy Practice Excellence. I'm Gretchen Brummel. Thanks for listening.